SBR, the People's Pod, giving you unfiltered, unqualified content. You know, some couple times during the summer. <laughs> it's the summer, guys. Never. It's summer. Kids are at camp. I, the schedules are all messed up. I'm like, what is going on? We went to Legoland. I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff happening. I'm Cliffy Joe. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, everyone? We're going to do something we haven't done in a really long time. <laughs> really long time. Off the cuff summer podcast. We want to talk about two things. One, we want to talk about the flurry of trades that's happening and the fits for those trades because, guys, yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. And not only is that, Secret Invasion came out. My God, that is so bad. <laughs> so, which one is worse? <laughs> Well, I think Secret Invasion might be better because it's the third best Marvel show in a flurry of terribleness. But the finale, Cliff, the f- come on. You know what? Let's let's change it up. Let's talk about Secret Invasion first. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about the trades after that. Joe, Secret Invasion. So bad. The third best Marvel show that has been created behind <laughs> Moon Knight, number one, of course. One and Loki, no, Loki number two. Oh, okay, right? okay. You can go Loki. Yeah. I think WandaVision was definitely better than Secret Okay, Invasion WandaVision also. number three, fine. In Secret Invasion going down to four. Hawkeye? I did not like Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> What's she left? She-Hulk? Oh, gosh. I didn't even watch She-Hulk, but I know it's terrible. Miss Marvel? I think that's Miss Marvel. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my. I think She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, you're scraping the, the you're scraping the barrel. <laughs> Honestly, okay, Secret Invasion, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You're the like, first oh, Nick Fury was good. Okay, <clears throat> dude, Don Cheadle's in this. Oh yep. shoot, mm-hmm. Amelia Clark is in this. Mm-hmm. Oh man, here we go. And then, of course, Joe, the finale. Full on. Hold on. Spoiler alert for everyone okay. that hasn't watched Secret Invasion. Here we go. Spoiler alert. But let me tell you, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you didn't watch it, the alert is don't watch it. <laughs> it's not a spoiler alert. It's a spoiler rescue. We're so rescuing first of you all, by First of all, you. Joe, you've known my hatred for Scrolls. Yes. I think Scrolls is so dumb. It's so <laughs> silly, shape-shifting. Like, done like this, where there's infinite amount of shapeshifters, where everything now doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> I think is silly. Like, that to me, I hate it. Well, I... So, let's just talk about the show first. Let, let's okay. talk about okay. what they did wrong, and then let's talk about what they could have done. Okay, 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 okay. Because you can do a lot with shapeshifters. Of course. But they didn't do anything clever or interesting... No. And the biggest mistake, though, in the finale, because I'm with you. There are some parts, like when Don Cheadle and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, they talk in the restaurant. Oh, it's great. Great scene. Great scene. And the hotel. And the hotel. Yeah, hotel scene's good, too. Restaurant scene, though, especially, I think. Is like, I mean, those two guys are premier actors, right? You get yeah. premier actors to do, like, a scene together. It's going to come yeah. out good. It's good. And... um you know, Nick Fury had good scenes with, like, Talos, too. Like, yeah. they had some good scenes together. It was clever and fun. Okay, you get to finale. Why do you do full-on heroes? <laughs> you do the Peter Petrelli mistake. It's the mistake. It destroyed that show. 
Wasn't that if you guys, didn't they do that by season three? I mean, he I think always season had, one was he can only he can absorb one at a time, right? One at a time. Yeah, he could. And so Siler also one at a heroes, time. Yes, if you never saw heroes, okay, Siler the villain, he his whole thing was he would steal people's powers, but he had to murder them to steal yeah. their powers and like get Eat into their, their brain, brain or something or like that. Yeah, some weird like that. But it's it's very it's a little, you know, it's it's kind of horror esque. It makes him like a serial killer villain. Yeah, and it was honestly, it was a good idea for the villain because you want one, you want the villain to be OP generally. Yeah, right. More than heroes, you never want the heroes to be OP. You want the villain to be OP so that the heroes. The problem have to... with it's the problem with Superman. Yes, yes. You never want your hero to be like. You want your hero to be Batman, where he has to. He has no powers. He's got to figure everything out and yeah. like use everything he has to defeat the villain. Right, that's what you want. You want your hero to be Little Mac. You want your hero to be, you know, Rocky, <laughs> the guy who has to overcome the yeah. OP villain. Right, that's what Not you Drago. want. So everyone was fine with Siler doing that because you're just like, oh man, this guy's crazy. How are you ever going to defeat yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, everyone has to come together to defeat him. Right, you got to yes. team up. Teamwork, great, great storyline. Yes, and then stupidly, because Peter Petrelli, his power was just, he could just hold one power at a time. Of the yeah. people around him, he could like copy Great. their power. Sure. Great. And then they just for no reason <laughs> make him be able to keep all the powers. They they do the classic anime mistake, right? Where they are constantly powering up. So yes. when two of the main characters constantly power up, everyone basically powers down. They become useless. Yes. And so yes. they be they basically lead into a position of overpoweredness op and right. you're kind of stuck right from yeah. there you're you're narratively stuck because everyone else becomes useless the only thing that matters are those two characters yeah goku so, Siler, is doing the spirit yeah. bomb yamcha doesn't have a lot of storylines <laughs> later can do in dragon now. ball krillin nothing doesn't have do. a lot TN, of storylines nothing you know <laughs> even the androids become nothing all of them yeah, become even, nothing even even Piccolo, even Vegeta, Piccolo. like they end up not being able to fight at the end of battles because they're just all sidelined. The Everybody's only on the way bench. you can solve that, which is not the right way, is there's another mysterious OP character <laughs> that you have discovered for the first time. Yes, that's how they do it, right? And so, it, it, Siler becomes too powerful because obviously he steals um, heroes' powers or somebody's yeah. powers. Mm -hmm. And then they have to narratively, like, how do we solve this? Well, not cleverly. Let's just make Peter more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's just a big mess. They run out of budget. They're supposed to have a massive power versus power fight. <laughs> yes. And famously, season three, Cliff and I have talked about this many times. Anytime. They go through a keyhole. <laughs> Your view of the fight is through a keyhole. And you because can't they even ran see out the of fight. they ran out of budget. You can't even see the fight. <laughs> I mean, the, the one thing budget. you want at least is to see all the powers being used, and you don't even see that in the anyway. It's their third season, Joe. Like they should have <laughs> planned their budget better. Third season. This is I, not I, the first season. I don't know. You know. Hands up emoji. But here um, we go. Secret evasion, Joe. Secret evasion. Secret evasion. So the last the episode. The final fight. They both get OP. They both get all the powers, Cliff. All of the 
at the same time, the two lead, one of the two lead characters get all the Avenger powers yep. and villain powers at the yep. same time. Thanos' powers? <laughs> they both have Thanos' Captain Marvel's powers? They both have Captain Marvel's powers? And like Groot and Thor, I think, is in there. Thor? You have Thor's powers? Hulk? It makes no sense, Cliff. Why? This is Why? the stupidest, this is the stupidest thing. Like, in a, in a cinematic universe that one of the hallmarks of is continuity. Yeah. You create these two in this stupid nothing show by the way by the way cliff also which this makes absolutely no sense because you know people complain all the time that shows end in just a cgi yeah superhero battle right it's like in a show like this that's supposed to be a grounded spy show yeah which was (laughs) great those parts were great it's like the least it makes the least guns mattered again you know like yes like guns, like matter. ground ground weapons, Taijutsu like actually matters. hand hand to hand combat mattered. Yeah. All that the, mattered. One of the coolest moments in the show, in my opinion, is like the end of season two when he talks to Don Cheadle, and then the guy comes to disarm him, and he just like breaks his arm. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm Nick Fury," <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's all Jack, just, you know Jack yeah. Bauer that, style. Freaking awesome! That just right there when he looks him straight in the face and he's like, "I'm Nick Fury." Like even yeah. when I'm out, I'm in. I'm like, "Oh, that's that's legit. That's, great. that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's what great. I want to see. That's what I want in the show. I want I want a line like that every single episode of the show." But nope, nope, Cliff. Not only is Nick Fury not even present <laughs> in the final battle, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a super scroll. CGI, we have all the powers and we're shapeshifters. What are they going to do with that? What are, what, what are you going to do? With the, the problem they already have was Captain Marvel. They had that problem already. They introduced this OP character already. Yep. And they're like, well, what should we do? Well, let's add another hero, even more OP. Let's add... Another random per like another random hero. Let's just give this random person, Amelia Clark, who hasn't been in anything yet, all the powers. All the powers. <laughs> wow. That was just mind bogglingly stupid. That was just Wow. Joe, where you is just- your hope for the MCU after this? It was already oh, pretty low. <laughs> it's already it's cratered, Cliff. <laughs> it is you know why? Also, because I've I've heard so many things, and Echo's bad. You know, apparently they're gonna yeah. release that, and then um, I mean, what else is de- in the pipe? There's nothing. Daredevil's I mean, coming, strike, so. but apparently they change. They're changing it so much they don't want anything from the original show. Oh, they don't no. want the tone. They don't want the fighting choreography. Oh no! Oh, that was what made it. Movie level choreography. They they specifically talked about it. Why? Why would you not want the best things of the show, and then all you're keeping is the character? That makes no sense. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> They're doing everything wrong. You know what else? I just realized watching all these Disney Plus shows. They should have just dropped them all. Like, why do they do the weekly thing? Yeah. 
they're already arranging it so it's like a long movie. And I feel like it would be a lot more digestible if they just released it all at once. Like, I don't mm. think it would get so much hate. Even this, mm. if I just watched it all at once, I mean, as terrible as the ending is, maybe I would just be like, ah, but, you know, there was some good stuff. I just binged it. It was fine. I probably, but it's like the week of waiting <laughs> makes it so disappointing when you watch the episode. <laughs> and all these Marvel shows have a gift for, like, fumbling the ending. Oh, my gosh. They have fumbled every single ending. WandaVision. Like, how do you, you know? not learn? Deshaun Jackson, just hold on to the – just go into the hold end zone. Hold on to the ball. <laughs> hold on. Just go into the end zone, bro. Stop trying to celebrate before you get into – why? Why do you have to time the toss exactly, a, you know, an inch after you break the plane of the end zone? Why? Why can't you just get deep into the end zone and then toss the ball? So, so that's bad. That's bad. But let's talk about basketball now. <laughs> There's a lot of trades, though. Warriors traded. The Celtics yep. traded. The yep. Wizards traded. The Grizzlies traded. Why in the world did they even get involved? And the Phoenix Suns traded. All five trades. And, you know, let's start with the Celtics. They traded Marcus Smart. And they got back. Kristaps Porzingis, and a couple picks. I think they won the deal in a vacuum. In a sure. vacuum, you get Porzingis, great. Trade off only Marcus Smart, you get two picks, two first-round picks, great. That's crazy. But why, Joe? But why? Why Why did they do this? Do you... Why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> they have so many bigs. They have KP, they have Jason Horford. Tatum, they've got Horford, they've got Robert Williams. The Time Lord. Mm -hmm. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. KP it doesn't, doesn't have – he's a rim protector, but he doesn't have great defense. No. Yeah. He's obviously not a playmaker. They needed no. a playmaker already, and they got rid of one of their best playmakers in Marcus Smart. They've needed a playmaker for four years now. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand this deal. I mean, I get it because it's it's kind of a a bargain though. Like when you yeah. look at it on paper, yeah. you just uh -huh. got rid of Marcus Smart. You picked up Porzingis, who straight up is a better player than Marcus Smart, and then you have two picks. How the heck did they get picks in this deal? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That makes no sense, but. As far as his fit in Boston, it's terrible. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know why you would get another guy who has all the pro – who brings more of the same problems that you have and then doesn't provide any of the solutions. He's good, but then he's only good at what you're already good at, basically. Right. He shoots threes. Yeah. He, they're they're all like flexible. They could do all yeah. the things, but like – Yeah, they're versatile, except none of these guys can dribble. <laughs> Evidenced by Jalen Brown dribbling with his left hand. Yeah, nobody, nobody can dribble. Nobody can play make. I mean, Jason Tatum also. He, he's not, at least he doesn't just fumble the ball out of bounds. But he doesn't. He's not great at passing when the the defense collapses to the middle, unless the guy's wide open in the corner. 
This was his best season at assists, and he averaged four and a half. Yeah, I mean, but we saw in the playoffs just when they when they tried to make him into a playmaker so they would close out on threes, force him to put the ball on the floor, I mean, he would make tons of mistakes. Yeah, which was Jimmy yeah. Butler's defense on him. Yeah. Eric, Spol- Eric Spolstra's play call. Yeah, and then Jimmy but and then, um, I'm sorry, and then Jalen Brown would just dribble it out of bounds off his foot. <laughs> <laughs> so both those guys, this is nothing they could do. And then Marcus Smart, they would just dare him to shoot it. Yeah. The, the Boston team had holes, right? And it starts with their stars. Like, you need their stars to do something, like yeah. improve during the summer. And the problem now is that Jalen Brown got a super max deal. Mm. <laughs> Starting next year, he's going to be paid $50 million plus a year. Is wow. he worth that? Definitely not. He's definitely not worth that. But you've kind of made your bed with him. What you wanted to do is flip Jalen Brown while his stock was moderately high. And he's on mm. the rise. He's a young guy. For someone like Dame Lillard, who's yes. on the outs. Exactly. Because their exactly. problem, their problem was like you said, dribbling, playmaking, and clutchness. Those are the three things that they were missing in the off season. And they said, "Let me fill those holes with Kristaps Porzingis." <laughs> it's like <clears throat> Cliff. It's like you know, Thirty Rock, right? Yeah. Who's the Who's the big three of Thirty Rock? You got Liz Lemon. Uh huh. You got Jack Donaghy. Yep. And you got Kenneth Parcell. <laughs> well, I would have said Tracy Morgan, but. <clears throat> but let's say you, you got the whole cast is cast, right? Except yeah. Alec Baldwin. And, you know, 30 Rock is kind of it's like crazy, right? The, yeah. As we've talked about, it got stolen yeah. from us by pitch meeting. But the JPM, JPM is off the hook on 30 yeah. Rock, right? It is very high. Jokes permit it. I mean, they're just, like, throwing things out left and right. If you don't really pay attention, you, it's hard to even keep up with the show. It's, it's hard to keep up with the jokes that are being just thrown and the references that are coming at you so fast, right? But let's say instead of Alec Baldwin on this – because, you know, he's a more of a calming presence, right? Like, the, sure. the character he plays – Yeah, is the leader. It's, yeah, it's great. Emotionally unstable leader. <laughs> it's a great kind of you know satirical corporate guy right yeah but imagine but he's he's more of like a calm like you know a little bit more he doesn't yell but imagine instead of alec baldwin they cast you know the late great robin williams cliff mm. <laughs> do you think that's gonna be a good dynamic for this show that's Absolutely already not. crazy right that's already like too many jokes almost and then he, you throw Robin yeah. Williams in there, who's just like throwing everything at you and impressions and jokes and just things nonstop left and right. The dynamic between Liz Levin and now not Alec Baldwin, but Robin Williams. I love Robin Williams, but I can only see him with the insane JPM <laughs> <laughs> or the Goodwill Hunting vibe, right? which would have changed the tone of the show. Which is totally serious, obviously. Yeah, that's not a... That's not a jokey Robin Williams. Uh, that that's, I mean, that's kind of like why'd you do that? <laughs> why'd you do that? Why'd you get Porzingis when you could have got Dame? I don't, I don't know. He's on instead the market. Of getting, instead of giving Jalen Brown like whatever the greatest contract in the history of contracts, instead of giving him that, you could have just traded. 
2028, he's going to be paid $65 million. That is freaking nuts. What is this, soccer? Like, that's crazy. Insane. I don't even understand how that works in the salary cap. Isn't the salary cap like $111 million? (laughs) He obviously wasn't super happy. You weren't super happy because you didn't even want him to make All-NBA so that you didn't have to pay him. That's so weird, right? Like you they rooted against him. Player. Yeah, you're rooting against your own player, and then he was almost rooting against himself. He was like sad when he made All NBA because he knew that he had to stay in Boston. If you're in that situation, why do you resign this player? You don't. He doesn't want to be behind Tatum. He does not want to be behind Tatum. It's the Aiton conundrum. And you played right into it. You watched Phoenix do the exact same thing after going to the finals, and then you did the exact same thing. It'd be it'd be like Thirty Rock watching a s- studio on the Sunset Strip, and like that's the exact tone we <laughs> want to do. That's the show we want. Yeah, we want that serious Sorkin-y vibe. That's for, what we want for, on our show. For a variety show, for a comedy variety show, we want it to be even more serious. No. Oh, gosh. No, no. no. See, but Joe, here's the thing. There's another team that made a mistake, and that team is the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. The Golden State Warriors, they were like, you know, we need a big because we couldn't compete with the Warriors, uh, the, the Lakers in their size. So I think we should go and get Chris Paul. <laughs> Let's go get Chris Paul, who's smaller than Jordan Poole. They're like, okay, guys, we got to get rid of Jordan Poole. We chose the side of Draymond. We're going to re-sign Draymond. He's one of our core. He's one of our guys. We're going to ride him till we die, okay? Yep. Okay, Bob Myers is gone, so we need some continuity here. Let's keep the core. Great. That's great. We're going to get rid of Jordan Poole. He's got upside. All right, so let's trade him. Let's trade this guy with upside for Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What? What? Why? Joe, why? 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 I think this is a classic overcorrection, Cliff. Mm. They got rid of Jordan Poole. Why? Because he was immature. Because he was doing stupid things. Because he wasn't taking criticism. And so they got Chris Paul. They're like, let's just get a consummate professional. Jordan Poole was young. Let's get someone old. <laughs> Jordan Poole was crazy. Let's get someone calm. Jordan Poole didn't like criticism. Let's get someone who loves to criticize other people. <laughs> I'm like, really how, many mo- how many more are these? Those-, <laughs> those are really good. Yeah. Those are really good. Someone who's, you know, Jordan Poole wasn't friends with Draymond. Let's get someone who's fr- I, friends with Draymond. I, I, I don't know if he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But like you said before we recorded, Chris Paul and the Warriors have a lot of history. Case in point, Steve Kerr making a joke to Chris Paul. Chris Paul fake laughing because it wasn't funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. And as you mentioned, Steph's two uh. greatest highlights against Chris Paul. Dude. Steph's two greatest highlights of all time. The greatest play Jeff Van Gundy has ever seen in his life is on Chris Paul. Steph's greatest stupid behind the back ankle throw breaker. It up. He's got those oh, two. Man. Yeah. Yeah. 
dribble behind his back through to three guys, step yep. back, three-pointer, Steve Kerr. I mean, he wasn't even disbelief. facing the basket. He just turns around and throws yeah. it up. Steve disbelief. Kerr puts his hands on his head. Disbelief. And then the He's double like, behind the back. Job. The double behind the back that made Chris Paul lose to father time. He just lost right there in that <laughs> he, moment. He it put was over. two hands. His two hands touched earth. <laughs> two hands. No, his knees freaking – his ACLs just snapped. Both of them. And yet you're like, oh, let's get this guy who has this incredible history with our team. You know what this is, Joe? This is like for all what you youngsters it? that get your mm. first job and they're like, hey, we'll offer you $40,000. You're like, oh, that's the most money I've ever heard of. Let me take that. And then the corporate is like, oh, we would have given you 60 But thanks for <laughs> taking the first <laughs> offer. They're like, hey, anybody want Jordan Poole? <laughs> conference call can we conference call everybody this gm like uh i guess I, no one's ever done that bob's never done that well i'm doing that <laughs> hey everybody anyone want jordan pool and then washington's like you want chris paul they're like yes <laughs> we just got him <laughs> i mean like we just got him but you want him yes i want chris paul and they took chris paul if they just took if this team just took a nanosecond to think about it, Joe, wouldn't it make more sense for the Warriors to have gotten Kristaps Porzingis? Yes, Kristaps Porzingis instead of Chris Paul, a big, a guy that could, a big that could shoot threes, a big that could protect the rim, protect the from, rim from guys like Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura, who are tearing them up. And then they could still have not someone that needs the ball because Draymond needs the ball to make himself useful, but they got someone that could play off the ball anywhere on the court. Joe, wouldn't that make more sense? Cliff, we literally, I think I said this, like they would, it would be great if they got a Horford type guy. Yes. Kristaps Porzingis <laughs> is like a Horford type guy times 10. Younger. The original unicorn. I mean, he could shoot threes. He could defend the rim. Uh, look, he doesn't love to run up and down. Like, there's all kinds of reasons why he's not great in Boston. But he's amazing in Golden State. <laughs> he is amazing. He's an offensive threat. I mean, and when Draymond's not on the floor and Chris Epps is on the floor, like, this offense is, like, it can be extremely potent. Just yeah. with Wiggs, Steph, Clay, yeah, and KP and whoever Looney, yeah. <laughs> I mean, man, you got threats all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I to me, he's perfect to pair with Draymond. He's an offensive threat. He can shoot from outside. He can defend the rim. So he's great on help side. Draymond's gonna be on. A lot of those, you know, better wing players and KP can just help at the rim. It would be amazing. Why did they do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's head now to, of course, Washington. Who traded Porzingis? Who traded Chris Paul? They got Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole is a great fit for Washington. There's no drama. He's got a homie in Kyle Kuzma. Sure. But... What's the plan, yeah. guys? <laughs> why why get Tyus Jones for Porzingis? What's the point of that? that what is the sense. point? Why? 
Why get Danilo? Muscala, you guys really what? just purging just for what? salary cap space? I have no idea. Washington has no plan, Cliff. They have not had a plan since John Wall got hurt in his house or whatever. However, yeah. he got hurt that one time. Ever since then, they have had no plan. They're like, well, okay, <laughs> I can see the execs just throw their hands up like, all right, well, I mean, you know, it's going to get hurt. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you do now? What can you do? <laughs> what can you do? John Wall got hurt. I mean, that was our number one plan. No, I mean, uh, if he's going to get hurt, how did he get hurt again? It was something. He, like, really he like fell down the stairs. <laughs> it's like, you got to throw your hands up and just, all right, well, I mean, you know, if he's going to get hurt falling down the stairs, then what are we going to do? Why are we trying to make plans? I mean, you know, if that's going to happen, <laughs> why are you making plans? What's the point? Because he's, cause he can get hurt doing anything. Hey, God messes them up, you know? <laughs> just, just messes them up. So why make why plans? Get, you know, and they're like, should we get KP? I mean, why? Who cares? He might get struck by lightning on the way here. His plane might crash. Well, I, I think we should still try. Because <laughs> Dallas wants to give him up for Dinwiddie? <laughs> I mean, like, who cares, right? It's like, I guess. You just do whatever you want, dude. Do whatever, <laughs> do whatever you want. <laughs> whatever. whatever you want. If you want, if you want to. If you want yeah, to do, I it, guess, do it, I guess. I guess. That's it's, what like, I it's, like, it's like the person playing any sport, and then they're, like, down big. And you're just like, whatever, dude. And just, whatever. Like, it's fine. It's, it's, you want to run it back? It's like, I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. Same teams. Whatever. I don't care. It's, it's the whatever. It's the whatever. That, that's the feeling I get, Cliff. I feel like the Wizards have just given up. They have no plans. What are they doing? <laughs> they just there's nothing going on there. They have no prospects for the future. Is it? Are, are they pitting everything on Kuzma? Kuzma's their hope. I mean, look, I love Kuzma. He was we love Kuz. Extremely underrated when he was with the Lakers, in my opinion. But uh, I think the Wizards are, you know, they're creeping into the overrated territory with him. He's not that good. I mean, he's he's much better than he was with us. He's not a franchise guy, obviously. He's like, you know, no. third best guy on a on a good team, on a playoff team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They have no plan. There's no prospects, Cliff. What's their – what are they trying to do? They're not tanking. I know. Just on the on the edge of the playoffs every season. It's very very strange what what their plan is because they got no plan. <laughs> they got no plan. Whatever, whatever. Like Tyus Jones, fine. Let's get him. Let's get him. They got no plan. This is the Wizards to me are. I don't know if you saw this show, Cliff, but uh, Secret Invasion. <laughs> the one we just talked about. <laughs> their Secret Invasion. What is happening here? What is the plan here? How, is, how does this make any sense, guys? Let's make the most OP character in the MCU ever. This thing that's been around for like almost well, – how long has this been? Almost 20 years probably? No, 15 like, years-ish? Whatever. 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 whatever, whatever. You, yeah, want, you, you want to give him all the powers? Years. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Let's just okay, give fine. one guy all the powers. All, all the powers of everybody okay, that ever fine. existed. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Just have it. Whatever. Yeah. That's the plan. All right, let's go to where they traded their franchise player, Bradley Beal, to Phoenix. So Brad Beal's in Phoenix. You got Phoenix. They were like, you know what? We also have campaign, but let's get rid of him for nothing. <laughs> okay. All right. 
we don't need you. We got Brad Beal now. <laughs> so they got Brad Beal, the run point. They got Brad Beal, Book, KD. They got Aiton, and they got Akogi. <laughs> wow. Joe, what? What are they doing, dude? What is I Phoenix didn't... doing? To, to be like I, you know, we talked about this right when they made the deal, and I didn't like it then, but I've thought more about it. Okay. Yeah, and I hate it more now. <laughs> it's like it's the MCU so... shows. You watch all the MCU shows, you're like, oh, this this sucks. And then the further <laughs> out it goes, you're like, oh, why did I watch that? <laughs> you're like, man, it was so bad. What is everyone doing? Has Cliff, has the insanity of the MCU infected everybody's mind? <laughs> So that now people just – they don't have plans. Nobody's writing things anymore. There's no screenplays. <laughs> you know what, Cliff? Here's a huge conspiracy theory. Here's Joe. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, I'm excited. Okay, here we go. Cliff, the writers have been on strike, right? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. long has the writer's strike been going? It's been going on like three months, months now. Months. Yeah. It's going on like three months now. Cliff, and here's my conspiracy. The NBA actually is scripted. <laughs> The writers have been on strike, and so now nobody knows what they're supposed to be doing. All the storylines have been cut out of the NBA because the writers are on strike, Cliff, and the GMs actually have to think for themselves. (laughs) And this is what they've come up with. Just, I don't know. I don't know, Matt. What do you want to do? I don't know. You know, I was supposed to get a script today. Didn't get a script. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. That's that's, that's pretty funny. That, that's the only way to explain these like completely nonsensical moves. I think after the bubble season, the bubble season was endgame. That, that was that was mm. the NBA's endgame. And after that, people just went insane. <laughs> they just yeah, lost maybe, their minds. Maybe it's just COVID. Maybe the darkest timeline really just got to us, Cliff. We it were right us. about a lot of things there. <laughs> it got us. Yeah, a lot of those predictions turned out to be really correct. I, I'm just like Phoenix has made so many wrong moves, like oh, so many wrong moves. Finals. Yeah. After yeah. going to the finals, they saw promise. Right? They yeah. were like, "Oh, this is exactly <laughs> right." The only yeah. problem we had was DeAndre Ayton, who yep. was who was part of the play. Mm-hmm where Giannis had the greatest defensive play of all time. <laughs> the only problem was DeAndre Ayton. So let's make sure to lock him up for multiple years. <laughs> they had a chance to trade Ayton for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. Oh, God. They had a chance. Why did they not do that? They could have got Miles Turner, who shoots threes, <laughs> and Buddy Excellent Heald, sharpshooting threes. Yep. Right? They had a chance to keep their core intact. Mm-hmm. Mikael Bridges. Yep. You no, know, they they had a chance to just keep that all good, right? It's kind of like when you watch Daredevil season one or Daredevil mm. the show, right? You got mm. Daredevil yeah. in the show. You got Foggy in there, okay? Mm. Got Karen. Yep. You got Rosario Dawson. You got the Kingpin. Yep. You got yep. all things that are That's like working for you, right? Like yep. you don't need to be the defenders, okay? You don't need that. Do you need Iron Fist? 
No. <laughs> Do you need Luke Cage to make this show good? No. You already have the show. You know what they did? They were like, oh, let's elevate Mikkel Bridges a little. Let's make him the Punisher. Then you get the Punisher in the show. And you're like, oh, this is great. This is going well. Okay. I see what's happening here. This is great. I'm starting to like it. Philosophical discussions on the rooftop? (laughs) Taping a gun to his hand? And then he uses a chain as a whip? Oh, gosh. So good. Then all of a sudden you have Cam Johnson start to show up a couple times, oh, you know? And like, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. Bullseye's here. Oh, great. Oh, this is great. Bullseye. This is all going well. Uh, throwing bouncing pencils off the walls of the office. <laughs> that seems amazing. Guys, if you haven't seen Daredevil, oh my gosh, what are you doing? The greatest Marvel show of all time. It's so better good. than anything after Endgame. Anything. So good. So dare, such a good show. Dare I say it rivals? Let's see what came out after Endgame. Shang Chi rivals that oh, for sure. sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Maybe the only thing is uh, No Way Home. That may yeah, be Spider-Man. better, man. Yeah, that, pro- that may agree. be the only thing. I would agree. Rivals Shang Chi and No Way Home is the only thing better. Yep, hundred <clears> percent. <throat> So if you haven't watched Daredevil, and everything go watch else it. is trash, <laughs> right? But just like the MCU writers now that are like, you know what? Let's not do that again. Let's do a different version of Daredevil. Gosh, why? What? Why? What? Yeah, why, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe? Why, Joe? Yeah. Why? What we need to do with Daredevil, Cliff, is we need to pair him with She-Hulk. That's what we need to do. That's what. Let's missing. get She-Hulk in here, Bradley Beal. Bring him in, right? He's got powers. He's got powers. He's good. This works, right? This. He's the lawyer. She looks a lawyer. He's a lawyer. <laughs> they they could talk same lawyerish things. Oh gosh, it it yeah, it is such the like lowest common denominator thinking, right? It's like yeah, Brabio. It's like Brabio. He's uh he's good, right? Yeah, let's just get, let's get him. <laughs> like, like, what? What is the idea? What is the plan? Nothing. Just he's he's probably he's probably good. He'll help. Doesn't it doesn't make sense? Fit just like, no sense. just like Memphis doesn't make any sense. Nope. Memphis. Why would you get? They traded out their backup point guard, who played incredible. They were two seasons ago. They were twenty-one and. When Jaw was out. Right. Because they had Tyus Jones, who right. stepped up into the playmaking role and Ned made Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. Like something that he does better than Jaw is set them up. Set them up for success. Right. And so they were like, oh, Jaw's suspended for 25 games. How about we trade Tyus Jones <laughs> and get back Marcus Smart, who is nowhere near the playmaker that Tyus Jones is? He's not the playmaker Tyus Jones is. He's not the shooter Tyus Jones is. I mean, Marcus Smart is like a career under 40% shooter. Yep. And he's gotten better, you know, in recent seasons, but he's not good by any stretch of the imagination. He shot 41% last season. Uh, Wow. That's pretty – I thought it would be higher. (laughs) He has, let's see, he's played five, nine seasons in the NBA. He's only had 
two seasons shooting over 40%. And both of those seasons are under 42%. Man, that's bad. <laughs> for a starting point guard in the NBA. I mean, obviously he makes up for it on defense, you know, and leadership and all that kind of stuff. But... That's not going to help that much. And then what are you going to do when Jaw comes back? So Jaw's back after 25 games. Now you have Marcus Smart and Jaw And Desmond Bain. There's not how enough room. That, how does that make any sense? Then now this Marcus Smart problem becomes the same problem you had in Boston because he can't shoot. Yeah. It's the same problem unless you're going to relegate him to the bench because he's worse than those two other guys. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have no idea. This makes no sense. Tyus Jones was perfect for that team. And I don't know why the Wizards think Tyus Jones is going to be, like, amazing with them. I'm sorry. Why, this is why definitely did, not a Jalen Brunson situation. This is no. definitely not like, oh, but look at his splits. Like, when he starts and then Ja doesn't play, it's like so. – no, I'm sorry. No. it's. And I was definitely underestimated Jalen Brunson – we this did. is not that. This is not that. He's not gonna do that. Okay. He's gonna be great. He's gonna be serviceable. You know. I mean, he'll be, he'll be a, a solid starting point guard for them. But I mean, they're not. This isn't gonna change anything for them. This is the whole Ramon Sessions thing, right? Uh, he's just. Ramon he's just Sessions. like what a great. <laughs> what a great reference. Ramon you know, Sessions. Ramon Sessions. Like, yeah, he can come in for spurts, and mm. he can play well. And you're yeah. like, whoa, dude, all of a sudden he got, like, 10 assists. You're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. He's, like, 20 and 10. He only played, like, 30 minutes because somebody was hurt. Yeah. Maybe this guy can do this every night. But then every time he became a starting point guard, what a flop he became. Yep. It's he's not, different. He's not a starting caliber point guard. It's like DJ Augustine. They kept DJ thinking, Augustine. oh, DJ <laughs> just Augustine. give him a chance. Give him a chance, right? Like, give him a chance. No. They kept looking for a Jameer Nelson out of those guys. Yep. They're like, one of these guys, one of these guys over here is Jameer Nelson. Unfortunately, guys, it just doesn't happen. Memphis made the same mistake that that Boston's making right now. They have three guys (laughs) for two positions. Oh, why? The exact same mistake. They didn't even need to be a part of this deal. Why? Yeah, they didn't. They have no. Why? They have zero reasons. Why are they even trying? Your best player, your superstar player is out for 25 games. Why are you even doing something right now? I don't know, man. it, It makes no sense. Continuity is king right now. How do we stay together amidst this controversy, amidst this turmoil Let's add a new piece to this and get rid of one of our stable pieces. That's the spirit. That makes sense. It just, I don't know, Cliff. It makes no sense to me. Real quick. I know you got to go soon. Yeah. Let's just real quick. Two minutes. Dave, what is this guy doing? (laughs) What is he doing, Cliff? What is he doing? Dame, I love you, Dame. I love you so much. But what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Oh, no. Dame. Oh, no. Why? Why is is he he like this? What is he doing? Why is he like this? 
Who Why? is this consultant? Who's this media consultant that has just completely jumped the shark ever since Dame got active on Twitter? He's been, yeah, oh, man, no. he's been crashing. Him for, it's been just like, man, he's taking, he's taking shot after shot, man. Oh, no. He's, you know, Dame is like the opposite of like Chandler Parsons or like, no, Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson who's like amazing in the media, like truly, mm. truly stellar, like one of the best. So clutch, so good, best lines, best delivery, best humor. On the court, he was like pretty good. He's a pretty good player. But Dame is like amazing on the court, does everything <laughs> right. Everything he does is right. Yes. But yet when he steps out into the media, every single thing he does is wrong. Like Man. truly, truly missing the mark on everything. Oh man, I feel like I'm watching like Garcia Davis, and I was just like so wanted Ryan Garcia to to win that. Yeah, but man, he was getting destroyed. <laughs> he was just getting destroyed. Holy crap! Every time he would come in, oh man, it was it was bad and. Dame, you just like the 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 randos on Twitter are just kill. Like they, they are own him. Dame. They are roasting him. Dame every single time he comes in. It's like, man, just can you like watch your jaw, man? <laughs> like, why are you opening? Like, why are you leading with your face, Dame? Yeah. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Please. He comes in not on guard. He's like walking. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like Dame stepped into Twitter like with the un- like with the idea that like, dude, I'm I'm Dame Dalla. Yeah. You know, like I'm Dame Dalla on the court. I will destroy these people on the court, not knowing that you don't play basketball on Twitter. <laughs> like it's only your words. Like your words have to carry you. On Twitter, and everything Dave has done with his words have been terrible. It's like Conor McGregor, M- Conor McGregor doing his walk when the fight starts, not when the fight's over. You know? <laughs> yes, it's like not the, the shoulder arm thing. And it's then somebody flies post. in with a knee and knocks him out cold. Oh, man. It's it's not pre or post. It's just he's doing it as the fight is going. What? And you can't do that. I'm sorry. You can't do that. Dave's getting roasted. That's not what he should do. What he should do is just play the game. Say, I'm going to dominate anywhere I go. Yes. If you want me, I'm come gonna- get me. Yes, I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to show up to training camp. I'm going to dominate. I'm going to be amazing. And my value will go up because of what I provide on the court. Dame, little piece of advice. Please don't drop a diss track on. No, don't do that. Anybody. (laughs) Don't (laughs) do that. That that would be just the, the the most colossal mistake you could make at this point. Like, don't go after random dude on Twitter. Who roasted you and think, oh, I'm going to get him back now. I'm going to just. I cannot him. believe that Katie is better at social media than Dame Dalla. It's incredible. But Katie has really navigated back to, like, 
oh, now he's a part of the peoples. Now he's like, like I mean, he's like look, real. Katie's himself. Katie's yes. authentic. And at yeah. the end of the day, you you gotta just respect anybody who is true yeah. to themselves and their own opinion. All right, that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening to the People's Pod. Subscribe, like, comment, share, rate. Give us five stars. We'll be back sometime later because we'll be back. So it'll be better. It'll be better. All right. This is Cliff and Joe. This is SBR. Peace. <laughs>